Welcome everybody to We View Yasha number 136. It's episode 136. We're probably at 157. I'm Chan. I'm Lindsay. I really stumbled through that. Welcome <laughs> to A Strange Invisible Demon Appears. <laughs> Yay. I got Hey Lindsay, was this a filler episode? Oh my goodness. If you looked up filler episode in the dictionary, this episode would be in there. To have a picture of that weird flat Stanley demon that comes up in the right <laughs> Oh gosh. Paper. Yeah. What was the worst part of this episode? The worst part? Mm. Yeah. The demon? The freaking old lady that they brought back for no reason? <laughs> Annoying Shippo? Honestly? Or the fact that Kagome lied about not having ninja snacks? Wait, she lied? Did I miss that? What was Shippo eating at the end of that episode? <laughs> I completely missed that. Really? She had some? He was he was eating a sucker. Oh. He pulled it out of her bag. And I'm like, is she holding out? <laughs> I think she was. I think that was only for Shippo. And, yeah, you know, that's a sucker. That's not very filling. But she was like, I've got nothing. And then he's eating his little sucker at the end. Mine was going to be the weird scene transitions, at least in the first half of the episode, about how fast they were. They'd fade out and then slam cut to the next day. And in that flashback, it was unclear initially. Yes! They were showing the first time she showed up. Yes! And then even, like, kind of in the middle where she was like, well, she may not understand spirits, but she understands women. I'm like, wait, wait. They're already in a house when she said that. Why Why do we get this big old Sango flashback and then we go back to being outside? What? When did... What? What? Yeah. Yeah. That's the moment where I go, oh, okay. I get it. I remember now. Do you think they, like, animated something different and then they changed their minds and they were like, ah, just voice over this. No, but we'll something... we'll just use this as a transition. <laughs> Something happened where they had to fix it, I'm sure. It's it's an odd episode. It's as stumbly as my introduction for this episode. <laughs> Maybe it's a little funnier. I don't know. I guess let's talk about it. I guess, oh, I'll tell you in Yashahime news, people have figured out who that strange character is on the poster. Oh, tell me, tell me, tell me. Well, they've been releasing these little cards. They're Wait, like, is it a spoiler for you? No, it's a new character. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. At least I think it is. Um, they've been releasing these little cards. They're sort of like the Shippo's Pot things where they have little factoids about the characters in the show. So they've been doing all of the main characters and the returning characters. And they show a hut. And it's a hut that specializes in selling demon parts to demon slayers. For using their weapons, I think. And mm-hmm. that's where Maroha and the other girl work. They get a job there. I think the character who owns it, his name is Jubei. Whoa, Jubei. Yeah. That's uh, that's the same name as uh, Jubei from, what was it, Ninja Scroll? Ah, Jubei. that's why that sounded familiar. Yeah. So are we confirmed that the Kohaku-looking guy is Kohaku? I haven't. No, I haven't seen that. Okay. Because why does he still look like he's 11? 
<laughs> so anyway, yeah, no longer a mystery. Whether or not he turns out to be a good guy or maybe he's the show's Kaede. It's cool oh, that the girls have a job. Do we have a Kaede, though? We Is do. Kaede in the promotional materials? I guess it's true. She could just be the show's Kaede. Well, we have a surplus of bad boys, so maybe we're going to get a lot of old mentors as well. We have a surplus of bad boys? I think so. Well, we got a Seshimaru. We got a Nyasher. Those are dads now, though. Oh, I see what you're saying. They're not bad boys anymore. They're family men. (laughs) It's possible Kohaku is going to be the new bad boy. Maybe Kogo will have a son. There we go. Now we're talking. Oh, wait, it would be with that wolf chick, though. What's her name? Ayame? Yeah, that's it. Hey, this episode has an old woman mentor character. Hey. She still doesn't have a name. She's just matter matter exorcist. Okay, so I remember hating her and hating the episode she was in, but it's the it was the demon head episodes, right? Yes. And those were ones that you liked, right? Oh yeah, I think it made number three. I um, think it. I think it did. I think one of them. I don't think both parts. But... No, I split them up. So part two, I think one when everything was coming together. Yeah, but I just saw her and I just groaned. <laughs> well, I saw her and I was like, "Oh, she's back. This will be fun." And you know what? It was kind of fun, but was also it? In- inconsequential. I don't know. Oh. Was it? What part was fun? Well, let's go through. This is a pretty <laughs> freewheeling discussion. I will we'll go through the oh. parts I liked. All right. I have one part I liked as well. Well, maybe it'll be the same one. <laughs> uh, Sango being invisible and then not was kind of fun. And a scene that establishes that Moroku really is just up to his old tricks of seducing ladies and breaking her heart. You know what? He was powering through it. He knew she was seeing him. And he was expecting to get punched. But he kept on saying those lines. <laughs> yeah, it's like he couldn't stop the game with those two she women. He like, trying hey. to grab their their butts. I mean, yeah, he didn't even try to be like, oh, you're lost? <laughs> it was that way. I wasn't doing yeah. anything at all. He was just leaning into it. He really was. He was uh, turning into the the slide or whatever. <laughs> also in the dub, they make it clear that these ladies are down because when they pull his hand away, they say, not until later. Oh. Yeah. Because, wow. I don't know, the, in the Japanese version, it wasn't so much of a no as a, well, not yet. It was like we'll a, still hang out with you and we'll go to a restaurant. You know what? Maybe they were trying to pull a Yuzaki and just get some free food off of him. It's true. They could have been conning him. But, you know, That's you, true. You got to put out after. <laughs> or, you know, crawl through the bathroom window and run. <laughs> run to your boyfriend who's, like, big and strong. Uh, but, oh, Sango saved him there. So I thought that was fun. I liked it when Shippo kicked Inuyasha in the face. <laughs> that was amusing. <laughs> It had some classic, I think I'm invisible, but I'm not really. 
Uh, what else? Um, and now I'm just going to try to name the moment that you thought was fun. Oh, let's see. I bet you won't get it. Was it Shippo making faces at Kagome in the bath? No. I'm going to try one more and then you'll just tell me. <laughs> was it Shippo multiplying and taking all the scrolls? No. no. Okay. All right. Hit me with it. It was Yasha eating those two little fishes and Shippo jumping up in the air to try and grab them away and Yasha flat punching them to the ground. Pretty good. Uh, he didn't even hold back. It was, it was just a full-on punch. Yeah. That must be why Kagome uh, later says, he's little, go easy on him. He's like, I yeah. think so, yeah. And he did get sit for that as well. Yep. But he still got to eat the food, and I guess Kagome gave Shippo her portion of food. Yeah, what happened to Shippo's portion? Did he, like, eat his portion? And then try and get Inuyasha's and then eat Kagome's. Maybe he just jumped the gun and tried to eat Inuyasha's. Maybe she's thinking, like, Inuyasha really should eat more because he's the strongest one. And he needs his nourishment. Shippo, just yeah. wait a second. I'll get your fish ready. And he is tiny. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he was. he's not any bigger than Kilala, and she was eating just one without complaining. And Moroku doesn't have any money? Spend it all on whores already? <laughs> That's not where his money goes. <laughs> Maybe he was lying too because he was taking those girls out. Well, you know, well, oh, hmm. Maybe they were, well, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe was... he thought they were paying for dinner and they thought he was paying for dinner. Oh, what and a classic if Sango hadn't interrupted, it would have been quite an interesting situation. Good job, Sango. You did it. <laughs> Saved some. You know, maybe this episode would have been better with some. Because I kind of liked that they had a little soccer team. That they had the team captains were like, all right, I'll pick this guy. You go over there. Oh, yeah, a little schoolyard pick. And of course, you know, I'm picked last. I mean, Shippo's picked last. <laughs> I was kind of surprised Inuyasha was so far down. I'm going to share a memory with you that I will cut out later. In grade school, whenever recess would start, we'd you know pick soccer balls out of the thing, and whoever got it first got to be team captain and you know pick teams for soccer on the field. And one day I was the first one there, so I grabbed it, and I went and waited by the fence for other kids to show up. Waited like ten minutes, nobody came, so I said, eh, "All right," and I put the ball back. I went to the bathroom or something. When I came back out, somebody else had grabbed it, and he already had a crowd of kids. So oh, I was like, no. <laughs> "It's like, oh, no That's one wanted so to play sad. with me." Isn't that, isn't that the worst? Oh yeah. That's I don't dwell on it. I I don't even remember it. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't color my personality these days at all. Where I just want people to like me. Not I was usually picked last or second to last in in all sports, too, so don't feel bad. I don't think I ever had that super embarrassing thing of when you play softball and you come up to bat and then all of the kids just crowd closer. Cause they oh, know you're yeah, no, struck. I've had that. Yeah, oh. I've had that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've had them wave. <laughs> wave everyone in. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> 
And most of the time, I would just do a half-hearted, just to strike out and go sit back down. <laughs> yeah. Feels good to get these things out, doesn't it? Yeah. All right. Well, either way. Oh, man, I got to get back on track. Where are we? So the general plot of this episode is the gang is in need of a job. They happen to run across Madame Exorcist, who is in oh, the yeah. middle of one that she can't handle herself. So yeah. they split up to guard the two richest houses in the village, even though they've already been hit. She says that, right? She does. Yeah, first the richest house got hit. Then the second richest house got hit. But both of them still have treasures to be stolen. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's a little... Wouldn't you go to the point. third richest Exactly. <laughs> Lindsay, I'm with you 100%. It's like two episodes ago when you said that Inuyasha used the sword wrong. You and I are simpatico. <laughs> go to the third richest house. And then the fourth. But wait, don't they return? Don't 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 criminals return to the scene of the crime? Maybe that was their logic. Is does that go for robberies? <laughs> I don't think so. I think you just <laughs> take all the shit and get out of town. I think so too. Or maybe you left some stuff, and then you, as the criminal, would be thinking they won't expect me to rob the same place again. Yeah, they've obviously taken no extra precautions. Oh, wait, okay, and then we just do have to point out that everyone's very hungry on those meager fishes, and Kagome does say, I've got nothing. No more snacks. Not, not a single lollipop. Bald-faced lie. And Maroka says, I don't have any money. Bald-faced lie. Also a bald-faced lie, yes. He was... See, I bet Kagome was saving that lollipop for herself. And... Oh. Uh, Moroku was saving the the little bit of coin he had for those prostitutes. Well, I don't think they were <laughs> prostitutes. <laughs> they, they needed just... a meal first. He had to buy them something. Well, that's just smart thinking <laughs> on the girls' parts. For an um, exchange of services. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't just money for the honey. Was, they had to show him a good time, too. <laughs> it had to be a date. A double date. Done... Oh, yeah. It's known as a jackpot. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. So, schoolyard pick. Oh, wait. We get the terrible flashbacks. Yeah, weird scene transitions. Uh, we know who Madame Exorcist is now. They had a nice little callback to the group arguing amongst themselves. And then Moroku and Madame Exorcist have already walked away. So, they're in a mild competition to see who's better at catching this ghost. Yeah, but doesn't it depend on where he shows up? Exactly. Oh, did you think it was funny that Shippo says that Inuyasha's tricked all the time and Inuyasha claims that he is, he does it on purpose <laughs> to catch the thing? Oh, no, I missed that. Oh, yeah, it's when they're arguing and um, Inuyasha insists that it's part of his plan to catch the demons that he is tricked by magic. <laughs> oh, okay. So they, they split up into teams. And then these households that have already been robbed before are like, oh, yeah, you're going to come and catch him when he returns to the crime. Let, let me give you some snacks. Go take a bath. Go have a nap. Go chill. 
Yeah, Moroku's the one who's also being real chill about it. Just like, we'll be fine. Meanwhile, uh, Madam Exorcist and the gang are talking strategy. Oh, right, right. Uh, Oh, so it's Madam Exorcist, Songo, and Shippo. And Kilala's there. That's the bonus. If you pick Songo, you get Kilala as an extra. Yeah, that's a real uh, Scooby-Doo and Shaggy team. One of the ones where Velma gets stuck with them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's got to do all the work. Make her do the homework. Um, And so they're talking about how do demons make themselves invisible? It's nothing that anyone has ever heard of, I guess, except Shippo. Seems weird that there's not one demon that can turn themselves invisible. I guess there's always a mist or something. Uh, Maybe. Have we never seen an invisible demon? I guess not. There's always something like toothpaste goo. Well, Sango just say not even, not even oh, ninjas could do it. Oh, yeah. Because Sango met two ninjas once and they were awful. Yeah, they weren't invisible at all. They were eminently visible, I'd say. <laughs> Uh, so they come up with the idea of combining Madam Exorcist's sutras with Shippo's leaf trick. Which works, which means that she has some power in her, that Madam Exorcist. Yeah, but doesn't... What, do you think his leaf trick would have worked with just the leaf? Mm, I guess that's a question because it also didn't work very well. It worked about as well as his normal magic does. Exactly. So there, I guess there's no way to tell how long that little invisibility spell works. And they're under the impression it works as long as they want it to. (laughs) All you got to do is look down at your hands and see if you're still invisible. (laughs) So can you, you can't see yourself when you're invisible, huh? Well, if we're going down that road, like invisibility, <laughs> you can't see when you're invisible anyway, because light has to be bent through your retina. And if light's just going through it, then you're blind. Mm, what if you had a golf ball suit like the Invisible Man? Oh, I guess that those are cameras that bend the light from the other side of you so that you look see-through. These are all good questions. Maybe... <laughs> Maybe Elon Musk is working on it. You know, James Bond had an invisible car. We don't have to go into it. Um, okay. So one um, one thought I had is, so Shippo has made this new invisibility technique, which seems way more impressive than his heart scar technique. Yeah, maybe he should combine the two. Exactly. But he can also give that technique to others. So also pretty good. Go invisible yeah it seems pretty cool it's for two rounds of combat you can make another person in your party invisible yeah pay attention to how many rounds because two's not very many (laughs) no and she wastes (laughs) one round on something we didn't see and sango then thwarts some bullies and then turns visible and thinks she's still invisible even though the girl is like thanks lady yeah, and everyone's clearly looking at her as she walks down the road because she's got a weird leaf on her head. And she stared. We have that hilarious scene where she stares at Moroku running some game, and then he cowers eventually and begs for his life at her feet. Yeah, that seemed weird. 
seemed out of character, I'd say, for him a little bit. I think he would have just been, like, playing it off like, oh, nothing's happening here. And yes. abort the plan, you know? Don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would have continued to try and woo these ladies. Although he begs to be hit by her, which ties into a theory we had a number of episodes ago that he likes it. He usually doesn't have to try so hard, though. No, no, just try to grab that ass. That's all you got to do. Works and for me. Sangha is mortified that she has been visible this entire time. And like the other girls, they didn't notice this weird woman is just standing in front of them, staring at him. I think you're right. I think these girls were running their own con games. So seeing this happen, they were just like, oh, let's get out of here. <laughs> it's <was> weird. <laughs> Uh, so this embarrassment must keep her from mentioning Deshippo. It only has a two-minute timer on it. So later when he's hiding out with the scrolls, yeah. he's just visible with a dumb leaf on his head. Exactly. But so Shippo also wants to extract some vengeance. Oh, right. We got to talk about uh, him messing with Inuyasha. And for some reason, peeping on Kagome in the bath and making faces at her and then running away. I thought that was a perverted thing at first, but I think he just wanted to make faces at her. I don't think. I don't know why she's always nice. She gave him a freaking fish. Maybe he knew she was holding out on the uh, sucker. (laughs) Well, he's a fox (laughs) demon. He's not above (laughs) frightening ladies. He steals Inuyasha's food right in front of him. And then shoves two fishes up his nose <laughs> and kicks him in the face twice. And when he goes for a third, Inuyasha punches him and knocks him into a, a lawn ornament. And then, so the, so, and then he, I think he was like, knock it off, Shippo. And Shippo, does it fall off? And Shippo thinks that's what the problem is? That it, that the leaf fell off of his forehead and not that it, the spell timer ran out? Yes, I think that's a, that's what that look is when he sees it on the ground. He's like, "Oh, I'm invisible. I'm visible now. I gotta run." Ugh. Yeah. So now that we've gotten the tomfoolery out of the way, we can solve this problem within the next seven minutes. The gang's out on patrol. Shippo's hanging out where the goods are, which is what they should all be doing. Uh, yeah. And then Flat Stanley comes in, and is like, "Woo!" Oh, gosh, he said a terrible. And then he, like, inflates himself to be massive. And yeah. is, like, ripping holes in, like, the doorways and everything. And I'm like, did this happen the first time you robbed these people? I don't know. Seems like that's... that. If I were the homeowner, I'd be more upset about that. Yeah. That's structural damage. It's like somebody comes in to rob me. It's like, all right take the stuff you don't have to take a dump on my bed too i get the message but shippo puts up a good fight he tries yeah he tries kicking him that doesn't work (laughs) so he gets kicked out the door (laughs) he casts foxfire which doesn't burn all of the paper thank god (laughs) and then he multiplies and takes all of it back i thought that was a good move yeah but just his kicks because you could tell he's trying to be quiet just like when he was uh antagonizing Inuyasha he was trying to do it quietly thinking he was invisible and I felt like he was doing the kicks like that too yeah, like, nah, 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 nah. 
but they can tell where kicks are coming from because it's generally where you feel you're being kicked is the person who's doing it. So I don't know yeah. what his strategy was there. And he was doing like the Chun Li super kick. Or yeah. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since Uzaki Chun recently dressed up like Chun Li. Oh gosh, no. First chocolate mint, now Chun Li. So anything mint. that lady won't ruin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So then, um, oh, what happens? He starts chasing Shippo for yes. Yeah, he for calls one for help. He managed to hang on to. It did look like he should have had more, but maybe <laughs> his doubles hid the rest. I don't know. But <laughs> he does call for help. The right Kotsu knocks aside the demon, who then turns sideways, and in a two-dimensional drawing world, no one can see him except for Shippo. And then and everyone's like, oh, no, he's disappeared. He's right here. Ah. <laughs> Inuyasha comes in to save the day, and he uses his sense of smell to locate him, and then he just grabs him. Yeah, he does nothing. No, no uh, Iron Reaver, no Blades of Blood, no Tetsaiga, nope. anything. He's just Inside. like, I smell you. Here you are. And the demon's just like, oh. Yep, and like that other thief demon that was also very fat, um, they just return all the stuff and we'll let you go. Don't talk to humans anymore. I'm sure you won't return to your life of compulsive crime. Yeah, and he, oh yeah, and his he's like, oh, when I just see something pretty, I have to have it. Yep, they go to his little horde cave, and uh, Madame Exorcist wants to split all of it up as profit. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Kagome has to be the one to say, now we're giving it all back. Silly. And then she's like, all right, well, they'll reward us then. And then they fare fairly well to Flat Stanley as he disappears into the sky like a kite. <laughs> like a coat yeah. thrown into the sky. And then they're what wrapping up, and that's when Shippo pulls out a lollipop out of the bag and just starts eating it. Like yeah, says something smartass to Inuyasha. He was bragging about his new technique. The end. Real, real dumb. I didn't hate the episode. Really, there were some fun moments. The thought of talking about it is awful. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just excited for the movie that's coming up. Ooh. That's right. right. Our next episode's a movie. Swords of an Honorable Ruler, according to the wiki, comes next. Yay. I'm sure it'll be a perfect transition from this episode into the movie. Sure, it's just going to pick right up where this one left off. Oh, hey. Oh, Lindsay, you're oh, sleeping. Sorry. My goodness. Sorry. Wow. Um, is this the last of the filler episodes? Are we back on track? Well, what did the preview say? Uh, it looked it a... like a filler episode. It was. It's a Hojo's ancestor episode. <gasps> cool. And it's a two-parter, right? I don't know. Okay. Well. I have to look. I think it, it it must be 140, meaning we're going to finish out this season and then we'll get into the non-filler episodes. Oh, uh, okay. okay. I think that's how that so works. So we still have a few more. 
Although maybe episode 139 is not a filler episode. Like they'll end the season with that. Who knows? We're going to find out. So we're almost out of this, this season four-esque swamp of filler episodes. And then we'll actually get back to them finding the last shard in the underworld, maybe? You know, this is maybe this is the worst of this crop of filler episodes we've had so far. Because... Most of them haven't been this bad. This one was really disappointing to me. I think I could possibly agree with that. We had some good modern day fun. Uh, Shippo's heart scar was not nearly as bad. The no, I think this was worse. Moroku's master much, but... was a good one. <laughs> yeah, like we've had some enjoyable ones and this one, not good. The woman who loved Sashomaru. Twice? For two yeah, episodes. two times in a row. <laughs> she was made of seaweed. Yeah, I was. Uh, this is bottom contender for sure. Ooh. Oh, wait. I guess it depends on what you're counting as the season five or season six. So this means when you rank season five, you're going to have to go from <laughs> Truth Behind the Nightmare, Battle in the Forest of Sorrow, <laughs> all the way to probably Transform Heartache into Courage, right? I'm sure I've got it written down somewhere. All right. Well, you you do you. Are you just oh, going to... Oh, Season 5, yes. Transform Heartache into Courage, yes. Okay. Right. Okay. Very good. Fascinating. It's going to be a fascinating. <laughs> fascinating yeah, I'm having trouble thinking like, oh, yeah, there was like a big chunk of fillers. But now, like, as I rewatch them, I go, oh, yeah, that's familiar. I don't know how I got through these the first time. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Listeners, be sure to check us out on Twitter at WeViewYasha. Lindsay is on a show called Super S Anime Podcast. What are you guys talking about now? We review the movie Ride Your Wave. So wow. listen if you want to know what wave is being written. Might not be the wave you're thinking of. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Maybe it's a sound wave. Maybe it's a wave powered by your own tears. <laughs> It might be that way. <laughs> All right. And enter our upcoming contest to win $500 that Lindsay will pay if you guess which boy she likes. Kohaku, Shippo, or Sashomaru's daughter. <laughs> this is not an actual contest. <laughs> Please do not expect my... <laughs> Come on Twitter and win $500 from Lindsay. Give us your guesses and some tasteful nudes from me. <laughs> We're going to be in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs>